God bless you and welcome to Yesterday Ended, Healing the Traumas of Life. I'm your host, Dennis Dobbin. Thank you so much for joining me today. There's an old saying that goes something like this, engage brain before opening mouth. There are situations in our lives at times where we say something and when others hear about what we said, they ask us, what were you thinking? Sometimes we say things that, to say the least, are not productive. We say things that literally curse our lives. And in our society, unfortunately, there are way too many catchphrases that we say, sometimes daily, that do not bring light and life into the situation. I'll never get ahead. I can't do anything right. Nothing ever goes my way. I'll never catch up on my bills. That scared me to death. That's to die for. That burns me up. So what are the things you're saying about your life these days? Are you speaking the promises of God, or are you speaking the things of this world? The things of this world are usually a lie of some sort. In today's episode, I want to help us all become aware of what comes out of our mouths and the impact that it has. I want to help us stop agreeing with and speaking lies and get us to speak the truth over ourselves so that the challenges of our past stay in our past. If you want to get your heart and mouth in sync with the Word of God, today's episode will be a blessing. Give a listen. There's a very common problem that afflicts those who speak into their phones while texting. The software writes something different than what we say, sometimes with very humorous and even disastrous results if we hit send before we read what we have spoken. As I mentioned before in the introduction, we need to engage our brain before we open our mouths. There's a wonderful verse in Psalms 141 that I think we all need to pray and ask God to bring to pass. Psalms 141, verse 3. Set a watch, O Lord, before my mouth. Keep the door of my lips. Both words, watch and keep, have the connotation of guarding. Guards are set in place to keep things in or out. We need to keep certain words from coming out of our mouths or lips. A current phrase that goes along with this verse could be, Watch what you say. At times we need to zip it. There are times when we need to speak, and other times when we need to keep quiet. The times to keep quiet are when our mouths are speaking lies and curses. At times we begin to accept defeat as part of our identity. Or we repeat the news of the day instead of God's words of eternity. On the other hand, when it comes to speaking the truth over ourselves, we can't stay silent. Before I could think, they came out of my mouth, and they had a stink and everything went south. My plans went astray, so now I need a replay. I must redo what I say, God's word not to betray. My heart and my mouth said words that killed me, but truth I must embed because it frees me. I must be abrupt to speak against the lies and boldly interrupt the words that make me die. 
I must get in the fight to turn my words to what is true. I must turn on the light of his word, my mind to renew. I must pull out the weeds so true fruit will flourish and plant good seeds, my heart and life to nourish. If you want a barometer, which is an instrument that checks the atmospheric pressure, if you want a barometer for your life, that instrument is your ears listening to your mouth. If you want to change the atmosphere about your life, you need to change what you speak. Jesus spoke out about the origin of what comes out of our mouths. We find that in Matthew chapter 12, verses 34 and 35. O generation of vipers, how can ye, being evil, speak good things? For out of the abundance of the heart the mouth speaketh. A good man, out of the good treasure of the heart, bringeth forth good things. And an evil man, out of the evil treasure, bringeth forth evil things. The more of the truth of God's word we can plant in our hearts, it will then bring out a good treasure of good fruit. But if our heart is full of doubt, worry, and fear, the news of the day, the fruit that will come out will most likely be rotten. What do you have in your heart? The best way to figure that out is what comes out of your mouth. And to help you honestly figure it out, ask your friends and family around you to tell you honestly the balance of your words. I was taught many years ago in Bible college that another way to do this is to write down hourly what you're thinking and talking about. This kind of honesty can be scary at times. It's crazy how at times our thoughts and our mouth can go down a rabbit hole that leads only into darkness. We need to be vigilant about what we're thinking about and what we're allowing to come out of our mouth. I have recently tried to start a new habit that when my thoughts go astray, I open my mouth loudly and give praise to God and connect with Him in that moment. I begin to confess the truth of God instead of the lying thought that is trying to invade my heart and life. I speak the promises of God. There's a great practice that is spoken of in Joshua chapter 1 that will bring great blessing to your life. Joshua chapter 1, verse 8. This book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night, that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein. For then thou shalt make thy way prosperous, and then thou shalt have good success. Unfortunately, the word meditate has become associated with Eastern religions, and its godly practice is misunderstood. This word meditate in the Hebrew is translated utter, or speak, or talk in other places. We are to have the word in our mouth all the time. It's like speaking the truth under your breath, or, as I just mentioned, out loud. We speak the word to ourselves so that we can help ourselves do it. As Psalm 119.11 says, Thy word have I hid in mine heart, that I might not sin against thee. We must have the word in our heart and in our mouth synchronized so that we can obtain the life and blessing that is within it. There is power in the spoken word. There is power in the word when we believe it in our hearts, 
but it is best to express it and speak it out. Consider God's attitude towards his word that we see in the book of Isaiah, chapter 55, verses 10 and 11. For as the rain cometh down, and the snow from heaven, and returneth not thither, but watereth the earth, and maketh it bring forth in bud, that it may give seed to the sower, and bread to the eater. So shall my word be that goeth out of my mouth. It shall not return unto me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please, and it shall prosper in the thing whereto I sent it. The words that we speak have power. They will accomplish God's intent if we're speaking his words. God has given us the authority to speak his word and bring his promises to pass. The question is, what are we speaking? Words are like little baskets that hold either the power of life or the power of death. Consider what it says in Proverbs chapter 18, verse 21. Death and life are in the power of the tongue, and they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. What are you speaking concerning the issues of your life right now? If you are ill, are you calling the illness your illness? As a believer, you are healed by the stripes of Jesus Christ. You are a healthy person the devil's trying to make sick. If we speak ownership of the symptoms and the pain, it will definitely become ours. Regardless of the facts, the Word of God is truth. We can be free from sickness. We can be free from mental challenges. And this will only happen if we continuously repeat the truth instead of lies. I'm not negating the fact that there might be sickness within our bodies. I am declaring that that sickness has no right to be there. Either we believe what the Word of God says, or we live in doubt. There's a record in Matthew and Mark that speaks about a man bringing his lunatic son to the disciples to heal him. Unfortunately, they were not able to do so. Then Jesus showed up and was successful. The disciples then asked Jesus about the situation. Matthew chapter 17, verses 19 and 20. Then came the disciples to Jesus apart and said, Why could not we cast him out? And Jesus said unto them, Because of your unbelief. For verily I say unto you, If ye have faith as a grain of mustard seed, ye shall say unto this mountain, Remove hence to yonder place, and it shall remove, and nothing shall be impossible unto you. A mustard seed is extremely tiny, about the size of a period in most books and magazines. Yet its potential is huge. Mustard plants can grow into small trees. Our faith has great potential because it's what we believe that matters. To decrease unbelief in our lives, we need to increase our faith by increasing the word in our hearts. If we believe in the promises that Christ has given us, then we will do the work that he did. Jesus speaks more about the power of what we say in Mark chapter 11, verses 22 and 23. And Jesus answering saith unto them, Have faith in God. For verily I say unto you, that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, Be thou removed, and be thou cast into the sea, 
and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he saith. Jesus makes a point of what's coming out of our mouths. Whosoever shall say unto this mountain is the first phrase. Then he says, but shall believe that those things which he saith is the second phrase. And the last thing he said was, he shall have whatsoever he saith. So again, I ask the question, what is it that you're saying? Sometimes even an offhanded rotten remark said many times can sink into our hearts and become our belief. We need to be very careful about what we say. We looked before at Proverbs 18.21. Now let's take a look at the preceding verse, verse 20. A man's belly shall be satisfied with the fruit of his mouth, and with the increase of his lips shall he be filled. Are you satisfied with the fruit of your mouth? What type of increase comes from your lips? In Proverbs chapter 12, verse 14, and chapter 13, verse 2, it has the same phrase, the fruit of his mouth. If it's repeated so often, perhaps it's an important key. In fact, about 10% of the book of Proverbs talks about the mouth, the lips, or the tongue, and how they are used, and the results or fruit they bring. If what comes out of your mouth is negative, how can the fruit of your mouth be a blessing? If you want better fruit in your life, it's time to tame your tongue. I must get in the fight to turn my words to what is true. I must turn on the light of his word my mind to renew. I must pull out the weeds so true fruit will flourish and plant good seeds my heart and life to nourish. In John chapter 6, verse 63, Jesus said, It is the Spirit that quickeneth, the flesh profiteth nothing. The words that I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are life. The words Jesus spoke were spirit and they were life, or spiritual life. The Spirit gives life or quickens. This is why it is so important to speak the right words in our lives and to speak them quickly and boldly when we are confronted with a lie. We cannot allow the lies of this world to incubate within our hearts. Every day we should start with a series of verses that tell us who we are and what we have in Christ, and we should repeat such things throughout the day. I have mentioned in other episodes that I have alarms that go off every couple hours on my phone, starting around 11 a.m. and going all the way to 9 p.m. It's a simple way for me to take a checkup from the neck up. It's a simple way to stay connected with my Heavenly Father and my Lord Jesus. Hopefully, this episode has stirred up your heart to consider what you are saying about your life. I pray that the promises of God will bear fruit in your lives as you take them to heart and speak them over yourselves. I want to thank all my faithful listeners throughout the last couple of years. I've noticed there's someone in Germany who regularly listens and downloads my podcast. God bless you and thank you for your prayers. I also recently noticed that someone in Tunisia has downloaded my podcast five times. 
Well, God bless you too, and blessings on your life. And also, someone in Australia recently has become a faithful listener. To all of you who regularly listen, I give thanks and pray that my words are a blessing to you. I ask for your prayers that God would continue to inspire me and enable me to produce content that is inspiring and will stir you up to a closer and more intimate relationship with your Heavenly Father, with your Savior Jesus, and with the Holy Spirit within you. As always, I would love to hear your comments on my Facebook page, Yesterday Ended, or you can contact me directly through email at dmdobbin at sbcglobal.net. God bless you all.